Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Now it's my turn to talk. Yes, uh, how about that, Tony? The first mistake I've made in 10 weeks of fabulous, flawless broadcasting. And nobody knew it. Nobody knew it. No. That's very, very good. No, you were down. Oh, was I? Yes. Uh, good, because when I heard the music, see, the same music is played for me as is uh, played for anybody from Channel 7. So here I was lo looking and reading something, and I heard the music. So just like Pavlov's dog... I jumped on the mic and started to read the forecast. <laughs> you were anxious. Yeah, I was anxious. I a premature uh, elocution. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, the yeah, ticket. That's what I was. That's what I was suffering. And now instead of Pavlov's dog, I've got Pollock's dog, uh, uh, Bernadette Pollock, instead of Pavlov, the uh, Polish scientist. Got it. I uh, got it. Good. Okay. What are we asking about today? We're we're mirroring uh, the survey. Uh, about uh, being uh, tested. Uh, we've been hearing that we're tested right since the beginning of this, and we're talking about uh, being tested uh, for the COVID-19 or being tested for antibodies or being tested for both. Have you been tested? Will you be tested? How did it go? Tell us anything about it. And the second question is, should the churches be moved up in the packing order? Right now, they're fourth. They're in the last uh, phase. Why? There's no need of that, uh, and White House puts them in the first phase of theirs, so I don't get that. I, I think it's wrong. We've had people uh, who uh, feel more comfortable praying in church, uh, and that's where they want to do it, but they, uh, they can still do that, but there's no mass or service or anything like that from any of the uh, religions, uh, and uh, so that's that. We want to know if you think it should be moved up. I do. Joe in Williamsville. Joe, you're on WBEN. Good morning, Sandy and Tony. How are you guys doing today? We're, we're doing fine, Joe. Uh, what do you have for us, Joe from Williamsville? I'm, I'm Catholic, and I've been listening to the program, and I really think the fault, I've been waiting for the churches to, to reopen, but I think the fault of it lies more with the Pope than here locally. I think he's liberal. <clears throat> and I think he's given a stand-down order uh, to the majority of churches, not only in Buffalo, of course, but across across the world. And that's a bit disturbing. <clears throat> but I have heard that same claim. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, you know, I, but I've heard it from several people. Well, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's an international problem. It's hard to believe, because we don't have many of these, that... No matter how wealthy you are, you couldn't get on your own private jet and go anywhere without facing the same things that we're going through here. Uh, whether the Pope has done that or not, I'm not f familiar with that. I do think that if there was pushback, if the, if the Pope had asked for a, uh, uh, the ability to have a mass said, I think, I think the government would, uh, would look at it again at least, or at least move it up a little bit. Being in fourth place out of four uh, doesn't say much, but I don't think they, they got much blowback uh, from the officials. I don't think so either. And, and 
you know, the church I belong to has a huge parking lot. I mean, it's it's unbelievable how big the parking lot is. The pastor there could have put a table out and a, a crucifix, for that matter, and done a, a mass. People could have stayed in their cars, just like a drive-in. Uh, you know, with all the- uh, yeah, I think there was some uh, some service. I don't know which denomination that did it in the drive-in, and of course we have uh, I think like three drive-ins in the Western New York area. Uh, the, one of them right up the street from me, and it's a good thing you can come in in your car and do what you have to do and uh, and leave feeling good. Exactly. But all right, thank you. I, I'm sure other people share your opinion there. Thank you very much. Uh, let's go to the next call, which would be in Williamsville again. We seem to have a hotbed of Williamsville. This is line five, and it's Ed. Ed, you're on WBEN. Good morning. Hello, uh, Ed. I have never heard anything about the cost or who is paying for these tests, uh, whether they're covered by insurance or the the government is covering them. And I'm just curious. You know, some people might not be able to afford it if uh, – you know, if they need the test or want the test. And- I'm sure that they, uh, first of all, uh, they would be covered by insurance. Uh, and if a company doesn't cover them, I'd be surprised. Uh, so you have that. Um, I remember uh, one incident where they want the nursing home to, t- uh, to test twice a week all of their people. And somebody from the nursing home did the calculation and said, if we tested all of our people twice a week, it would be something like sixty or seventy thousand dollars a week, and so it'd be it would be significant. I haven't heard a lot about the cost either. One would guess that the insurance company would borne most of it. I'd be surprised if they didn't, and maybe the government pick up the rest. We'll we'll find that out. Okay, I'd appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much, and uh, uh, Tony, have we heard anything about who pays for this stuff? No, we have not. Well, right now it's good that it's just getting done because, first of all, if if some of it was paid and all of it wasn't paid, we'd hear how discriminatory the government is. So it's got to be a thing where everybody gets the same benefit. Uh, what annoys me is regarding uh, illegals in, in California is that they're going to d- divvy up $125 million in California for illegals and, and their impositions because of the virus. Uh, I don't know, first of all, I'm not being a smart guy, I, I don't know how you go and sign up for a government program proving you're illegal. They don't hand you anything. Uh, there's no card. There's no certificate saying you're illegal. So are you telling me people just go up there and they take their word for it? You say, yes, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm illegal. Okay, here, sign here. Here's a check. And, and $125 million compared to the trillions in the uh, st- stimulus packages, may not sound like much, but the day we start poo-pooing, it's only $125 million. We better start looking at our bank accounts again. Let's take a break on News Radio 930. This is WBEN. This is Beach & Company. Ta- uh, test, test, test. We're talking test today. It's on our survey, which ran all morning. It's still running now on WBEN. And we found uh, dramatically the largest group of people uh, in the uh, areas uh, is not been tested on either, uh, either the uh, COVID-19 uh, or the antibody test. So we were asking you, do you plan to get tests? Have you been tested? How did it go? Where did it go? How do you feel? All of the questions. And meanwhile, let's go to line two. 
for John in Grand Island. John, you're on WBEN. Hi, how are you, Danny? I'm fine, John. Thanks for calling. We appreciate it. What do you got? I uh, was listening to you earlier talking about the cars and mileage, and I just wanted to tell you that uh, we still have one we're driving. I bought from my wife in 2005. It's a Prius, and it has, as close as we can figure, 400 and, between 425 and 450,000 miles on it. Oh, my God. I've never heard of a vehicle like that. Four, in the 400,000-plus mileage on a Prius. Uh, is it the same original battery? Uh, no, we did have to change the battery. That was one thing that came in around, I think, around 200000 We had to do the, the battery. Is, is the battery expensive when you have to change it? It was about $2,500. Oh, wow. Okay, serious. But I, for the fact we've been able to drive it as long as we have, and it's probably still good for another 100 at this point. Well, you know, the one thing about electric, uh, that's all electric, the Prius. Uh, the one thing about electric is the, uh, when you step on the gas pedal, it's ready to go. Uh, so you're still comfortable with it? You still love it? Oh, we do. Actually, it's actually it's gas with the electric assist. Oh, it is. Okay. I thought it was all electric. All right. Well, they're coming out. The manufacturers are all coming out with electric cars mainly. And uh, up and down the price range, anything from something very inexpensive to something very expensive. I guess it depends on your taste. Yeah. Uh, did did you ever have a mileage performance anxiety where you thought, uh, I uh, you know I I that's too long a trip. I'm not going to take that uh, because uh, I'm not comfortable with taking it on a long trip. Or did you take it anywhere? No, actually, we've done uh, 48 of these states with that. Oh. Good for you. Good for you. Well, you you know how to get uh, get your money's worth, I would guess. So I assume you would recommend that to people. Yes, actually, we have a second one. We bought another one. <laughs> oh, okay. Good for you. And how is that? What's that configuration? Is it a hybrid or what? It's a hybrid also, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the hybrid, if you're going to go partial electric, the hybrid makes the most sense because then you don't have to worry about if you're going to run out of power. Well, good. A, a happy Toyota customer. Thank you, John. Thanks for calling. Okay. Let's uh, let's go to my friend Don on line three. Don, you're on WBEN. Good morning, Sandy, and good morning, Tony. Uh, glad you're having some good weather up there. Well, we are. It's, it's nice the next couple of days in the 70s and sunny and not uh, no rain until uh, later on Friday. You know, that, when you mentioned 70s, uh, that's actually warmer than what it is here. So that's unusual. It's hard to believe it was only a couple of days ago where we had snow. We could see it out the window. Now it's gone. That's Buffalo for you, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, question uh, about the testing. Now, I think you said the survey that you did said that 71% of the people would not do it, period. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's uh, what the number is. Of course, it's changeable because it's a continuing survey. But uh, as of that time, which was less than an hour ago, that's what, that's what it was, yeah. Well, it's, a, it's a, specific, yeah, a significant number regardless of how much it might. It's not going to change that much. And, uh, you know, the Democrats are always complaining that one of the biggest problems we have with this is there's a lack of testing. Well, how important can testing be if 71% or thereabouts aren't even going to get tested anyway? Well, think about it. There are some people that want to be tested 
because they simply want the knowledge. Like Tony. Tony's going to get tested because he was ill during the, the beginning period with symptoms very similar to the flu. Nobody knew about uh, COVID-19 at that time. You have those people. You have those that have to get tested before they can go back to work. Uh, and you have those who figure, uh, like myself, okay, I, I, I have my fingers crossed. I'm not going to get anything. But I have so limited myself to the house except for two in-car excursions, and that's it. So uh, do I want to be tested for it? No. Um, I might regret that, but I don't think so. So you have a different group of people for different reasons. Um, well, I'm with you. I, I haven't really done much of anything either. I mean, the both of us, unfortunately, are in a situation where we're kind of prone. If we get it, we're going to be in trouble. Yeah, yeah, I'm in the, uh, I, I, every time they list the, the people who are in danger, it's me. I'm always there. Yes, yes, I diabetes, yes, uh, this and that and the other thing. Do the best I can. Where You know, I'm a, I'm a believer that you do the best you can. Uh, you don't tug on Superman's cape and see how it turns out. Absolutely. I'm, I'm completely 100% with what you said, I'm this now Bernie is our Bernie is like Tonto in the Lone Ranger. Uh, Bernie, go into town and get some supplies, okay? And she she's the one that gets the supplies. We had uh, one grocery order delivered and it worked out fine. But if we need just a few things, she's in, she's out, she's not socializing, she's wearing a mask. She even made masks for her friends and and relatives. So. We're doing reasonable things. We're not tempting anybody. We'll see where it goes. But um, I think she has an interest. You have a curiosity, right, Bernie, to get tested? For which? Both of them or antibodies? Okay. So, uh, uh, Don, I assume you haven't been tested. No, I haven't. And I'm kind of like you. I, I don't really expect to be tested. However, I mean, it wouldn't bother me if I did, but... Uh... I, I don't have any desire to be real. Well, I look at the tests as serving a purpose for in mathematics. You were very good at math, Don, so was I. You were better than me. You were the only one in the class that was better than me. You were at the head of the class. Uh, but mathematically, it's interesting because then you can you can really spread it out and see what percentage is still going on and what isn't. Uh, so mathematically, it would be uh, beneficial if everybody got tested on both, but that's not going to happen. Right. Uh, I got one more thing to say. I just heard something this morning locally that uh, kind of blew my mind. And okay. I, I would assume Pennsylvania is probably basically no different than New York or any other state, basically. Uh, when you talk about churches in in phase four, well, what I heard this morning, I guess it could fit into this, that in Pennsylvania, somebody actually has these statistics, and they're mind-boggling to me. How many people, as a percentage, do you think in the state of New York are 100 or over in age? Uh, what percentage? Very, probably, probably minimal. Two uh, percent, uh, maybe. Uh, I, I, I would say that's an exaggeration, but it, but you might be right. But anyway, be that may... Uh, that these statistics in Pennsylvania, according to the person who's taking, uh, you know, look them up, 
there has been more people in the state of Pennsylvania, over 100, that have died from coronavirus than all the people from ages 1 to 45. Oh, gee. No, I had not seen that number. Wow. Well, that would be remarkable. I have not seen that number bandied about. There's some other interesting information. Did you say, uh, Bernie, before it was Northern California beaches or just California beaches? Northern. Northern California, which would be San Francisco. Wait, hold on. She's going to get it. Yes. Go ahead. Oh, oh. Northern France. Okay, I got it. Northern France, uh, they opened the beaches, and after a couple of days, they closed them again because of misbehavior. What could be going on in the beaches in France? Thanks, Don. Thanks for calling. Don's on his way to France now. See what's going on. We'll be back after this. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We are back with Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach. Yes, uh, Bernie found this tidbit online that seems verifiable, and that's uh, some of the beaches in France were closed. I don't know if it's the French Riviera or where. They have, they have some of the best beaches in the world in France. And uh, they opened the beaches, okay? And they were only open like two days, and now they've closed the very same beaches that they opened. Why? Because of the spread of the virus? No. They closed it because of improper behavior. Now I'm thinking, you're in France. You have an outrageous French accent. And you do not feel bound by any law. Any Laugh at laws. <laughs> I just wish I had a friend that had a Speedo. Oh, wait a minute, I do. My American friend, Monsieur Beamer. <laughs> and I'm thinking, Monsieur Beamer, that when you get your... your uh, 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 bathing outfit up to speed, you might want to hop on a jet and go to France. What do you think? Uh, hey, I'm I'm all in on uh, exploring new places and breaking in the new Speedo. I mean... A new adventure. Yes. It, it would be an adventure. Uh, but seriously, what kind of uh, what kind of improper behavior could you have that they would close it? Now, it could be simple uh, not wearing a mask... Uh, or um, something like that, or it could be something more outrageous, if you get my point of view. <laughs> something that we might not be able to discuss here on the something air. Something we like to discuss. It maybe the fun. mask wasn't being worn in the proper um, place. Maybe it, maybe it wasn't. Uh, maybe it, the mask had slipped. <laughs> and all, all people who saw of that person said, oh, Stan Roberts is here. <laughs> 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 oh man oh. uh yeah so we we like to gather the uh, kind of like uh, tidbit oriented to what our actual subject is thank you very much for that bernadette all right uh, uh buzzy would you go over to france with your um because uh, I'm thinking of paying your, your fare to be our over France correspondent. 
I would I would go visit France and uh, give an update on the beaches while I you know wear my speedo. Yeah, we've been to France. It's a it's a lovely place. I'd like to go back uh, to Paris. Uh, it was uh, spectacular in France. The people were very friendly. I heard that maybe they didn't love Americans, but we didn't see that at all. I'd love we to saw. go get a, a picture of uh, me and my speedo in front of the Eiffel Tower. I think that would be great for the collection. That's it. You know how? Remember they were taking the tra- uh, the Travelocity gnome. Uh, somebody stole somebody's gnome <laughs> and talk, took it around the world on a trip. That would be cool if uh, if we send you around the world on a trip in your speedo. All right, let's go to Rick in Erie. He's on line four. Rick, you're on WBEN. Sandy, how are you? Hello there, Rick. Um, in December and January, my wife and daughter each had three visits to the hospital. My wife had pneumonia. And they never could explain what the other complication was in December. We have had her tested for both the antibody and for the virus itself, and she did come back negative. But well, I, that's good that she came back negative on the uh, virus itself. That's excellent. And the, in the crowded waiting rooms, I'll tell you what, it scared the devil out of us once we heard about, you know, because the virus wasn't, you know, widely known yet until June. No, that's just she. She, if she had it, she got it right at the beginning. What was the um, when she was getting the test? Uh, what kind of test was it? In the nose? Was it a needle? What was it? They took this thing. It looked a Q-tip that was about six inches long, and they put it in her nose. And then they also did a blood test, and uh, it didn't take no seven days to come back. I think we had got back in about two days, and. Um, and, you know, like I say, we were. She was disappointed because she wanted to donate the antibodies, but she was relieved that she didn't have it. My daughter, on the other hand, who was in for totally unrelated stuff, had nothing to do with respiratory stuff. We had her at the same hospital as my wife was at three times, and then we sent her downtown to the campus. And and uh, so, I mean, we spent a lot of time, you know, around other people that, you know. We're sick, and as a matter of fact, in the first week in January, when we were in the waiting room, there was a lot of people already wearing masks. They were- oh, really? That early? Because I thought it took a little while for them to catch on. Yeah. Now, on the second subject, and this is completely verifiable, and you and I have talked, and by the way, I was up in Lunenburg last week. It was great. No- oh, terrific. Uh, that, that's great to hear. Yep. I haven't been up there in a long time. I used to call you on a regular basis because I was up there three days a week, but I haven't done that in 10 years. But anyhow, this is verifiable. I've got three jackets celebrating a million miles each on the vehicle that I'm driving. I've got oh, really? million miles on my Kenworth with a Caterpillar engine. How many, uh, how many miles again? Three million. Three million miles? Wow. I knew with the over-the-road buses, they used to uh, uh, at least go a million miles. Of course, with those diesels, like you have a Kenworth, those diesels, if you keep them up and service, uh, they'll go and go and go. And obviously, you've got one of them that's gone and gone and gone. 25 years I've been driving it. I'm going to drive it until I, you know, until I die. <laughs> oh, wow. You've been driving the same truck for 25 years. Yeah. That's great. What a great story that is. I'm sure Kenworth would like to hear that, too, because 3 million miles, that's terrific. 
I've got a watch from Caterpillar. I've got three different jackets from them. I've got three different plaques from them. Um, wow. The list goes on and on of stuff that they sent me. I, I've got a friend of mine that produces the Kenworth magazine, the corporate magazine, and I'm eventually, you know, soon, because I, what I have to do is I have to go in and have the ECM plugged in to verify the miles, and then I'm going to, you know, shoot off some good pictures of the truck and because uh, it's still looking really good. It, oh, that's that's wild. You know, when I was uh, cross country and I had a motorhome with a diesel engine, the diesel engine blew up, and I was towed into in North in North Dakota, uh, no South Dakota. I was towed into the, a dealer that sold over the road trucks, and my uh, my vehicle took three days to repair. Uh, but during some of the downtime, Cindy and I were looking at the trucks, the over-the-road trucks like you drive, and thinking, how cool would this be to have one of these? It had a sleeper in it and all kinds of cool stuff. You're looking down on traffic, but luckily for us, our motorhome got repaired and we didn't buy one. But I, I loved them. My father drove them for over uh, uh, 30 years. I, uh, you weren't in Rapid City at the time, were you? Uh you know that I might have been there. I that might have been where it was. The dealership overlooked. It was on a hill overlooked the little airport there. I'll bet you any money. I I bought a brand new truck up and I never drove it. I bought it for one of my guys. But I bought a brand new truck out there in Rapid City at one of the dealers. They also serviced a lot of RVs. But uh, their big thing was selling. They sold Freightliners and Volvos and. Uh, my wife. Yeah, if I could, uh, you know, another day and I might have bought one. <laughs> Trying to get it in the parking lot uh, ramp and stuff might have been difficult. Well, congratulations on your three million mile journey. And I hope you get a lot more out of it. Thank you, Rick. Thank you very much. Wow. Yeah, while we're waiting the first day, while they were, uh, you know, looking over the engine and there's a part they needed because the engine went south. And and that doesn't happen on those diesel engines, but it happened on mine. And so we're looking at these trucks. Those trucks are cool. Uh, in Dallas, they had a truck show where uh, they these were dressed up trucks, you know, show trucks. They had some that had disco balls, <laughs> all kinds of cool stuff. I think that'd be cool to own. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, Bernie's looking like, oh my God, I hope he doesn't buy a truck. On News Radio 930 WBEN. It is a Beach and Company. Let's go to Tonawanda and Marilyn. Marilyn, you're on WBEN. Oh, hi. Um, um, I wanted to talk about the um, movement in California. Okay. Um, the churches in California are opening up May 31st on Pentecost. Um, the, the governor doesn't want that to happen, but they're opening up anyways. And, and okay. it, it seems to be a, it's going through the country now. The, the churches are um, are planning on opening up on Pentecost, May 31st. So, oh, it'll be interesting. Uh, have you heard of that happening around here? I'm not familiar with it, if it has. No, not yet. I'm waiting for a church, um, you know, any church around here. I go to wherever I go, but um, I'm just waiting for any church to open up because they're getting my tithes, they're getting my offerings, they're getting a lot. And even people that don't, don't, aren't even, that don't even go to church are planning on going with me. Well, oh, really? Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting because if California does it, uh, now I know politically that anything California does 
uh, we try to copy, and we do. Now, there are some things we can't copy because of the geography of the two different states, uh, but it'll be interesting behaviorally if they do that in mass, uh, if any of the uh, Buffalo or Western New York churches would follow. Yeah. Um, I mean, the church is the answer. I mean, it, it is the answer. To, I, it's, you know, if people read their Bibles, it's all there. Call the elders of the church. And if you're sick, it's, it's all, you know, the churches are the answer, you know. Repent and be baptized in the Holy, in the Holy Spirit. I mean, that's... Have, you, have you sensed any anger or disappointment among fellow churchgoers that uh, there's so little uh, respect paid to the church that they put it in fourth phase? Uh, is that bothersome to uh, the people you will worship with? Yeah, I think half of them um, may be planning on, on trying to get their, the pastors to open, and the other half, they think it's all right, but, you know. But... Well, the, you know, uh, the squeaky wheel gets the grease, and if the pastors or the bishop or rabbi or uh, whoever had uh, presented an opinion to the state as to why the fourth phase is not good enough, we need we need better than that, and and showed a plan. Plan's very important on how you would do it. I think it'd be hard to say no, but I I don't I didn't get the sense that that happened. So that's disappointing. Because you got to stand up for what you have or you end up losing it. That's right. Okay, thank you. Uh, good luck to you, uh, uh, Marilyn. Appreciate it. Uh, and Tonawanda. Okay, Mr. Beamer. Mr. Beamer, we haven't used uh, many. Just a couple of your uh, Facebooks. What else you got? All right, so asking about testing. Have you been tested? Will you be tested? We'll start with the top fan, Rick, who says... Since I have no symptoms so far, and I don't believe I've been directly exposed, I don't think I will bother getting tested. Seems like a waste of time to wait in line to be tested when I'm pretty sure I haven't had it. Well, the question, too, and I don't know the answer, and I'm certainly not a doctor. Even if you test positive, what do you do then? At least you know it. I guess you're supposed to tell your doctor, your primary and I don't know uh, at what level you would uh, monitor it. They tell you to monitor it at home. I know that. But I don't know at what level you would say, this is getting worse, it's not getting better. And if I go to the emergency room or the, uh, the hospital, what will they do to treat it? Those are the questions. But uh, uh, basically, I think a lot of people feel like, uh, uh, like that poster, Rick, that they haven't been exposed to much. And uh, and feel that um, it's not necessary. Another one, please. Yes, this time we'll go with Katie, who says, I've been... Oh, are you going with Katie, too? I am, yes, yes. Uh, that's good. <laughs> Katie has a lot of friends. <laughs> Katie says, I have been tested for both the antibodies and... Uh, at a time I thought I had COVID-19, the COVID-19 test came back negative, but I was just informed yesterday that the antibody test was positive for oh, antibodies. The COVID-19 test, on the other hand, wasn't as uncomfortable and painful as it looks. Well, that's good. Uh, now, we, we're <laughs> keeping an eye on uh, Tony because uh, what are you going to be tested for? You've already got an appointment. Yeah, I guess I'm going to be uh, uh, tested for the antibody. For the antibody to yes. see if you have that. I hope you right. do. That, that would be a good uh, thing. So you're not going to be tested for the virus itself? I guess not. I thought I requested, uh, just went over my uh, my 
application to my doctor, and I'm going to have to ask if I'm getting uh, tested for both. I know Jeannie's is next Friday, so she'll know before me. Well, that's good. Oh, so far, so good. All right. Uh, Mr. Beamer, another uh, Facebook, please. <laughs> we'll go with Mark, who says, no, I wasn't tested, and I don't feel like being tested. You can't trust the test enough to change your living habits. Why waste time on a test that has been incorrect? Well, you know, it's, uh, it's funny because I was listening to a doctor being interviewed on our news uh, this morning. And he went through the whole protocol of do this and do that and do this and do that. And then at the very end, and he says, of course, there are some false positives in this. So <laughs> so it means you go and get the test and they give you the result, good, bad, or, or indifferent. And you say, okay, is this the one that's real or is this the false positive? I mean, that's, it happens in medicine from time to time and you've got to make a decision. But if, if you know ahead of time that there are some false positives, it's hard to get any comfort if you, if you had a negative test for the virus or uh, that you did get some antibodies uh, in, in that test. When the doctor comes out right at the end of the whole spiel and says, of course, there are some, uh, some uh, false positives. So, in other words, you want to believe it? Believe it. You don't want to believe it? There's an out for you. You have another one, please. I do. Uh, also about the testing, Patrick says, I was tested for COVID-19 and I tested positive. Now, this was a month ago when they were difficult to get. And Patrick tells a different tale. It is a very unpleasant experience, but it did give me peace of mind to know that I did have COVID-19 to stay away from friends and family and to get some rest. I'm feeling fine now, recovered, and... Well, he says and, but that was the end of the post. So, Well, he, t- he took the high road. Good for him. Uh, he was concerned that uh, people around him might get it, so he stayed away, and that's excellent. That's a, a very uh, uh, laudable thing to do, and he's feeling better now and couldn't be happier. Uh, so he, he did the right thing. He did the right thing by uh, shielding others. I, th- I think a lot of this is about selflessness, okay? where um, uh, people go out and go out of their way to make sure they're doing no harm. Uh, that's, uh, that's the higher calling of the human spirit, I think. All right, that about wraps it. That about wraps it. Thanks to Tony. Thanks to Buzzy. Thanks to all of you. We'll see you tomorrow at 9 on News Radio 930. This is WBEN. Sandy Beach WBEN studio rings out in support of those who rang the Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center victory bell today in celebration of a victory, large or small. Elvis has left the building. Oh, I wish we never had to leave the beach. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. What the hell do you know, you ignorant bastard? 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.